you consider yourself normal, then this is not the show for you. Please go somewhere else. This is WYRD. If it's getting weird, it's got to be the Weird Mountain Gals show. You're listening to Byron and Alicia, the Weird Mountain Gals. I was reading into it, you see, that you were a little weary. So <laughs> I was thinking of that Rolling Stone song, the one, the girl with uh, kaleidoscope eyes. Do you know that song? Uh huh. You mean the Beatles like a, song? No, in the sky? Ro- nope, nope, nope. It's Rolling Stones. And uh, it's kind of tongue in cheek for them because it's, it's got a country sound. It says, So when you're down on your luck and your life is, you know, Go find a girl with far away eyes. Oh, far away eyes. The far yeah. away eyes. Sorry, yeah. I had yeah. to sing it to remember that. The, uh-huh. But you're right about kaleidoscope eyes. That was Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Who swears that it wasn't about LSD? Right. He swears that that was a plasticine porters with looking glass ties. Yeah. Right. He says. It was his child who uh-huh. a, a, an image or something when they were about five years old, and that's what they called it. Uh-huh. <laughs> In the sky with diamonds. <laughs> so maybe their kid was tuned in. Who knows? But a whole, a whole generation took it. You know, kids can do adult things and be taught. You heard about that old trashy neighbor everybody's got one of those in their neighborhood the one that's got a basket for halloween and it's full of uh candy cigarettes and bubblegum cigars and those little wax liquor bottles it's like here you go kid i uh i never had one of those trashy neighbors. sorry that sounds pretty fun actually <laughs> i know can you imagine doing that nowadays terrible I uh, can't believe the quality of the Halloween decorations that I've been seeing. They're more elaborate than the Christmas decorations anymore. Well, Halloween, you don't have to deal with your family. <laughs> Christmas, you should have to deal with your family. I never thought of that. You're exactly <laughs> right. You're exactly right. <laughs> so you can just act out all you want, do whatever you want to do. <laughs> Y'all, I'm going to quit eating this popcorn. It's so good, though. Mm. Why would you quit eating it? Because I'm talking with my mouth full, and I don't like doing that, even when people uh, can't see me. Oh, uh, well, that's commendable. Look at you being all civilized. <laughs> I do try occasionally to do that. I got to tell you, though, uh, in Baltimore last weekend. Balmer. Balmer. In that fancy-ass Hyatt Regency Hotel. I just kept, I just got madder and madder at the level of waste with lights on all the time. And I don't know. I just, it just made me nuts. Did it? It did. 
I don't understand I, why we're not more solar by now. Yeah, I don't either. And and heaven knows they might have been solar. I didn't even look into it. I just I just not. You know, if they were, you know, they'd be singing it from the hilltops. That is true. Ten, 10 feet into the hotel without it. They would, uh, they'd be letting you know how yeah. green they are. Yes. This building is league green certified. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah, I commend those folks who go through that program. I think that's great. I wish everybody would do something similar. And ah. so if you need to be told what to do, that's fine. That certification is fine. If you're just doing it for marketing, at least you're doing it. You know, I mean, that's kind of where I got to with it. Yeah. Well, you're yeah. you're in a good place and I admire you for that. Well, I mean. But I got one more trip big trip out of town for work and that's this coming weekend by the time y'all hear this i will have finished my work but still be in beautiful pittsburgh pennsylvania i was standing on the corner in pittsburgh pennsylvania (laughs) what the hell song is that i'm gonna have to look it up i don't know i'll have to ask gary my buddy is from swickley and yeah uh, he I probably knows more about Pennsylvania than I do. We'll see. Well, I love, and people laugh at me all the time. Uh, I love Pittsburgh. And there's something yeah. very uh, magical about it. Hmm. And part of it is because um, it's got, you know, it does that river thing. The yeah. Mon- Monongahela comes down one side of this little peninsula. And uh, Allegheny comes down the other side, and then they form the Ohio River. So okay. they call it the place of three rivers. But then the people, the folks who live there, there's an aquifer directly underneath all that that is separate somehow. And I don't, I don't understand the logic of it, but I, you know, it's their, it's their modern folklore. So I take it. And that aquifer, they say, is the fourth river. So it's you stand at a place where four rivers conjoin and that is that's big water magic for a little water girl like me holy that's, moly yeah that's powerful action from four yeah, bodies of water yeah. that are moving all the time yeah that's interesting yeah i guess it would be a real powerful place i guess it would be interesting i never I've thought got, of that i've got a lot of um friends there mm-hmm. and so it's always good to see them I I love certain parts of Pennsylvania, but I have not spent much time in, you know, all of Pennsylvania, but I've spent some time in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Uh-huh. Oh, I love it there. I do too. And I remember there was a place, oh, I want to say it was fairly close to there, maybe there, uh, called Tiger Deli. And oh. uh, it's just a little deli, you know. It was the first place I ever saw Scrapple being served. <laughs> that was an interesting thing to watch them cook. Because I was like, oh, they're just using the leftover crap from their breakfast and throwing it on a plate and calling it Scrapple. But people were, <laughs> they loved them. They loved them. And, and I remember, um, I have real good memories of Philadelphia when I would go there. I would, yeah. I liked it very much. I liked the old buildings in Philadelphia had a lot of character. They did. 
So it's a pretty, pretty state. It is a pretty state and it's big. It's bigger yeah. than you think it is. Yeah, it really um, is. Yeah, I was up there for um, some friends in Philly. They invited me up for the, I guess it was Philly Pagan Pride. Mm-hmm. And they um, they flew me in. I mean, they treated me like I was uh, some hot stuff. And um, the head of the group that brought me in wanted me to go by um, the port. Because okay. when I when I talk about the Scots-Irish people coming to America, I always talk about and then they left Ulster and many of them came in through the port of Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. And he said, I think it's important for you to go there and to stand in that place. And so I did. And it really was. It was wow. thrilling. I mean, it nice. looks, of course, looks much different than it did in 1705 or whenever my people came over. Mm. But. Yeah, it was really, really interesting. And um, and there were people that knew Philadelphia so they could drive in the places, you know, they knew how to do, navigate the traffic, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Yeah. So when when in Rome, do as Romans, when in Philly, did you eat a Philly cheesesteak sandwich or a chicken cheesesteak? Um, what did I, I ate? No, I did not. I ate some other, uh, standard Philadelphia fare, but I ended up having a Philly cheesecake, a cheesesteak someplace weird, like New Orleans or someplace like that in the airport. <laughs> it was all right. You know, that's just too much, excuse me. That's just too much bread for me. Usually yeah, yeah it's so I end up picking the food out of it. I mean, yeah. the meat out of it. You you can ask for a wrap now to have them in a wrap instead of with all the bread, but you'll get looked at funny. So, yeah. <laughs> and they, did you have it? Do you remember if they used real cheese or excuse me, regular cheese? I should say, or did they use cheese whiz? I I don't remember, and, and you know I remember it being yummy, but mm-hmm. you know I eat cheese whiz too, so I you know I couldn't tell you. I'm not one of those people who would be appalled if it was cheese whiz. Oh my God. I, no, I could not possibly be <laughs> doing with that. Uh, so, that's a, from um, and it was, it was many years ago. It was pre COVID. Yeah. Yeah. From what I understand, that's the way that they prefer to eat them is with the cheese whiz. Is and that I, I have had them. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> So, so Pennsylvania really is a an interesting state, and I'm glad that you're going up there. Tell me the dates that you're going. I'm going tomorrow, flying in tomorrow. Dang, woman, you don't waste any time, do you? The the dates the dates are tomorrow, and I come back Monday. Um, okay, <laughs> I then first full weekend first weekend in November, huh? Right, and then after that, you're going to be. I'm going to be home for about 20 minutes. Um, actually, I'm going to come home and finish up the edits on this book, which I've been working on for months because I'm not at home. And then uh, and then it's almost Thanksgiving time. And then we're going out to Chattanooga. We're in Mount yeah. Gales. Yeah. Plus the yard man. Yeah. On the road in Chattanooga, Tennessee. <laughs> on the road again. I'm going to have a little, little road trip. A little uh, the road trip number two. Yep, road trip for the Weird Mountain Gals. Yep, it'll be Saturday, November nineteenth. Yep, at three o'clock, 
at the Wonderlinger Brewing Company in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Isn't that bad taking me to a brewery? <laughs> I don't know. I've never seen you at a brewery. You will have me a big old time, I hope. Are you? Oh, Lord. Well, because here's the funny thing about me. I, lo I really love beer, but I can't drink it in the hot weather because it makes me hotter. Right, right. So I go through all of the hot months and then da, 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 da. Uh, once it gets cold, I can have beer again. So I'm looking forward to that. What kind do you drink? Dark, 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 dark. It's like your heart, right? <laughs> <laughs> What feels like that sometimes, doesn't it? <laughs> Holy shit. Shoot. Well, you know, um, I do not partake, but I live around Asheville. So through the years, I've learned to have a real appreciation for the folks who do craft beer yeah. and the folks who drink it. Because I can't believe some of these good old boys have the most developed noses. They'll, you know, they'll get a beer from some some place here in Beer City, you know. We have a really good craft brewery on every street corner just about. But I'm just kidding, folks. Don't come here to check it out because they really suck. Anyway, um, <laughs> see, I should speed that up and insert it somewhere like, like uh, subliminal advertising. But I'm not going to. <laughs> Like an EVP that I heard, but uh, yeah, so so I watch these good old boys, and they'll be like, got a little apricot flavor there. And then is that black pepper? You know, it's like I know. How and they know this. That's just the wildest thing. It the is. Always, the other thing always makes me laugh about people coming to Beer City, USA. Oh, is um is the that they somehow think that these high gravity beers yeah that, that doesn't it's a craft beer it doesn't affect me and they'll drink a couple of pints of high gravity beer and then get in car and drive five miles to the next brewery and drink oh, a couple no. more beers and after you know two or three breweries you really should not be on the road i agree with you on that i really do and i hope that that is monitored and dealt with correctly around here you know i know we have the brew tours the bus tours, that, uh -huh. or van tours yeah. Or whatever, yeah and they'll they'll drive you around and then there's a couple of services that will drive you around if, so that you don't have to drive yourself anywhere and that's really a good idea anymore because there's not really a, good parking it is a really good idea and more yeah. people should do it yeah but, you know, uh, mostly they don't, I don't think. <laughs> I don't well, know. the breweries usually have a lot of good parking. Mm -hmm. They do. Well, have you been to that one up on uh, Airport Road, Sierra Nevada? Golly, no, I haven't. What um, I know. And I, I sound so kind of downtrodden, don't I? But, no. <laughs> I mean, when I'm at home... I don't want to be gallivanting out other places. Mm -hmm. I can barely go have coffee with people. It's, it's like, what, you want me to get in my car and drive somewhere? What? Well, it's just over to Merriman Avenue. I know, but, oh, I got I to <laughs> drive. Oh. I know, I'm just a big baby. Um, 
coming back from uh, Balmer, Balmer. Uh, I was on 81. I mean, mostly it was 81, but I was on the road for 10 hours. Wow. And it was it was such a damn comedy of errors. I got I got off in uh, Harrisburg, Virginia. Is that right? Or is it Harrisonburg? Harrisonburg. Anyway, whichever Harris thing is in is in Virginia. I That's where my brother Harris. lives. Oh, okay. Well, he lives pretty far away. Yeah, Harrisonburg. Yeah. Oh, so, for a medicine show. A lot of them are from there. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So I got off because I was getting low on gas. Um, and I was going to have lunch at a, at a Cracker Barrel. Okay. Get gas, have some lunch, and then hit the road because I had <laughs> come all the way from Baltimore to there. <laughs> well, I, I get the gas, and then I go to the Cracker Barrel and the damn parking lot. And it is, at this point, 2.30 in the afternoon. Yeah. And the damn parking lot is full. And I go in and the little, you know, the little shop all around it is full. And I go up and I say one and she and they both look at each other and they look down and they go, well, I'll be about a 45 minute wait. And I said, shouldn't all these church people be home by now? Weren't they here about one o'clock? Shouldn't they be home? And then we all just laughed. And I said, no, nah, I'm on the road. I can't wait 45 minutes. So yeah. get back in the car and then I'm heading to Stanton, Virginia, which is where I almost always stop and get gas. Yeah. And I know the gal in the convenience store where I go and I just love it. And I had stopped there on the way up so I could have lunch at Mrs. Rose and have a piece of pie. So oh, I go there and I know Mrs. Rose is going to be closed of a Sunday. But I think to myself, well, there is a steakhouse at that exit. So I'm going to go up to the steakhouse and I'm going to have myself a baked sweet potato and some uh, good meat and uh, then get back on the road. Well, okay. I go up there and the, the steakhouse is closed down. It's not just closed, it's closed down. And right up above it is another Cracker Barrel. And I think, well, by now it's been 45 minutes later. Surely I'm getting Cracker Barrel. And then down place again filled up. Well, mm -hmm. I go back down the hill. I'm still at Stanton exit 222. And I remember there's a there's a like a dinner place there that um, that has it used to be a Shoney's. It's that yeah. style building. Yeah. But it serves a, you know, a decent kind of a, you know, meat and two veg and a soft pot roll. And I think, well, I'll just eat there. They usually have something pretty good. So I pull in there and there's not a lot of cars, but there are cars. And I'm thinking, well, you know, at this point, it's 315 in the afternoon. And. I remember that because I get out of my car and I go to the door and they closed at three o'clock. Oh, <laughs> a gun. so I get back in the car, I get back on 81 heading South, heading South, heading South. Then I finally stop. Oh golly. Troutville. I stopped <laughs> in Troutville oh, because again, the third time is the charm with the damn Cracker Barrel. So uh -huh. I, and I can't find, I can't get to the Cracker Barrel because there's like a, traffic circle and it looks like it puts you right back on the interstate going north and i'm just like i i don't I, I can't find it but when i turned left to go to the cracker barrel on the right i noticed there was an honest to god shoney's and i thought well i mean maybe this is my fate is to have food <laughs> at shoney's i'm not eating at shoney's in many many a year so uh, i go through two or three red lights and i get to the shoney's 
and damned if that place is not shut down for renovation. Oh, no. So I look across the street, and there's a gas station that's got a little subway attached to it. And I thought, oh. I'm just going to get me a, a sandwich at Subway and a cold drink. And that's just that's what I'm getting. Oh. And then I see a little tiny diner tucked in like a strip shopping center right behind the Shoney's. Yeah. And it's called Angel's Diner. Oh. So I go up there, and there's cars in the parking lot, and the sign says it's open, and I go in, and it was delightful. So this is my shout-out for Angel's Diner in Troutville, Virginia, because oh. it was all young'uns, and they were all dressed in Halloween costumes, oh. and um, and I got, it was so fun, I said, uh, I, I would like to have the fish and chips. And she looked at me and she said, now, do you want the fries with that? And I said, honestly, I don't. I've been eating nothing but French fries for two days. And she said, we can have anything you want. What do you want? And I said, I'd like the green beans, please. So I had a piece of fish. They brought me a big stack of fish. I had one piece of fish, green beans, uh, two hush puppies, a little bit of uh, slaw. And that's all I could eat. And I thought, well, I'll just take the fish with me and Joe can have that when I get home. And then I I saw the rotating dessert tower, oh. just like in an old diner. And I had a piece of cake, and I put it on Facebook, y'all. I'll put it on the Weird Mountain Gals page. And it was a rainbow cake, and it was delicious. And wow. I had coffee in that damn cake, and that got me on the road again. And I managed to get my behind all the way home by nine ten on oh. Sunday. And wow. I had left Baltimore about 11.15. Wow. That's a, it was a long, long drive. You did real good. Well, you know, it, what would be funny is if the Cracker Barrels were only full because they just started, they, they're now selling booze with their menu. Oh, you can get fried chicken and beer at the damn yeah. Cracker Barrel. Yeah, you can. Crazy. So, <laughs> maybe that's why they were full. But uh, maybe on a Sunday afternoon, I guess, if there wasn't a football game or something. Yeah. So, um, Angel's Diner, Troutful, Virginia. Thanks yep. for taking care of Miss Byron. <laughs> they took such good care of me. I and, and I looked at my bill after, you know, eating in the at the Hyatt Regency in Baltimore. That, one, that meal was plenty expensive, where I also had fish and chips, as a matter of fact. <laughs> and... She handed me my bill, and I just looked at it, and I thought, this can't be my bill for all that I just ate. And then I noticed she hadn't added the cake to it. Yeah. So when next time she came by, I held it out to her, and I said, you didn't put the cake on it or the coffee. And she said, oh, let me fix that. And it came back, and it still wasn't very much. I left that woman a giant tip. Good. That's she cool. She deserved it, and they saved my life. I swear to God, they did. I was getting all road ragey. Oh golly! Oh, no, 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 no. Well, I saw this thing, and I've I've toyed around with with trying to get it and give it to you for Christmas or something, and haven't done it yet because I just don't know. But it's a bento box that's oh, I love for, for your car, and this bento box you put your vegetables and stuff in it. And you set the timer and it and you plug it into your car, not even on the outside, but on the inside of your car. And it it will cook your meal for you. 
And well, then when it, so, so you can in stay. addition to driving in the car, I'd have to eat in the car. Oh yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Well, but the on the good side, if you were very very disciplined about your food, and my and if you were really really on a budget, that'd be the way to do it. You know, cut some potatoes and carrots and stuff like that up and um and go and have a hot meal while you're driving, or not while you're driving. <laughs> But, You're uh, making this sound worse and worse. I know that's yes, I know. not your intention. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'll just stop at, I don't know, the place I love to stop, and there's not very many of them where any places I go, is Ruby Tuesday. Isn't that funny? That's hard to believe. I, I love that place. It's got, mm. they always have that big old salad bar, and I don't know, I was, I've always had a good meal there. Have you? Well, I, 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 think there's one on airport road down here yeah i'm pretty ah. sure there's one huh yeah. well i do like it i would i might could ride ride down to airport road i don't know <laughs> it's hard yeah. down there there's all kinds of stuff yeah i miss tuesdays we used to have one in the mall it was just plain old tuesdays it wasn't oh. tuesdays Remember yeah that? and then and then it became annabelle's yeah, and it had all those kind of antique things. Yes, it had copper ceilings, yeah. the copper tile ceilings, and it had the uh, carousel horses above the bar, and yeah. you know it was just that kind of thing. Back in back in my day, that was kind of a new thing, and it had the best salad bar, the best salad bar. Oh yes, it you might fun. have to you might have to walk down three stories to get to it. Yeah, but that's yeah. Lot. Oh, yeah, that was really good. Yeah, and it was always a multi. It was multi floors, two levels, and I thought mm -hmm. that was cool. Yeah, I miss that place. That was the most fun restaurant that I knew of in in Asheville, in Ash Vegas. Yeah, what all Asheville, Ash Vegas, Trashville, worst Asheville, <laughs> whatever you call it. It just gets worse and worse, doesn't it? It does. I still say that Selby needs to call some of the radio stations around here and uh, send them the Asheville I-26 Blues song. Uh-huh, absolutely it's, he should. <laughs> it's therapeutic when you're stuck in traffic around here. It really is. So, um, well, this time of year always makes me think about the beach. <laughs> I know, because we both talked about how much we... Uh, we like to be at the beach when nobody else is at the beach. Uh, yeah. The weather there this time of year is phenomenal. I uh, talked to Craig wow. today right before I talked to you, and he was getting ready to go out to the beach for a while. Oh, nice. I wish, that's, a, that's a good work day, isn't it? It is. <laughs> How sad for him. I'm feeling very, very bad for him. Yeah. <laughs> I told him to watch out that there would be some need for me to be out there very soon. Oh, I'm sure that would thrill him. So, have you voted yet? No, I haven't yet because I love to vote on the day. Oh, okay. Well, that's cool, I guess. Yeah. I'll come. Well, it used to be I wanted to do it because... Uh, I had people at the polls where I vote that I knew, and it was always fun to go in and see them. 
Yeah. And on uh, on big elections, I mean, they're all big elections, but like on big national elections, I would always check in to see if they needed any donuts or anything. And and if they were like, well, we I mean, we got snacks, but we ain't got no donuts. I'd run over to the to the Krispy Kreme and they almost always had them with like red, white and blue sprinkles oh. and stuff. <laughs> and I just got in the habit of doing it. I, I like doing it. Um, you know, I've got huge trust issues that, you know, if I vote early, are they going to lose that? And of course, they could lose it if I vote on that day, too. It can be lost or people can lie and say they didn't lose. And, you know, all that stuff that happens here in America. America? Yeah. How about you? Have you voted? Yeah. <laughs> so, nice. You know, I voted this way to avoid the crowd, and that's the only reason. And good reason. Yeah, that's the only reason. I used to like to go on the day, and my family always worked the polls. I think I told you that before. Uh -huh. It was a big deal. It was a big deal, a big deal. So I had one side of my family; they're all staunch Democrats, and then the other side of my family. Um, they're either Republican or Libertarian. And uh, so, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so they're all incredibly involved in politics, though. I mean, it's the schmoo for my family. Yeah. That's, that's their thing that they talk about, that they think of. I can remember C SPAN being on all the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was a big deal. So, yeah, I get that excitement kind of thing. But you know what? It was a sacred thing that I can't imagine that being messed with, although I'm sure it has been at some point messed with. But the folks that I ran around with anyway, I can honestly say I can't imagine any kind of fraud going on at the polls. So I think that trust is gone now and i think everything is politicized now yeah so i think that what i just described can also be called the good old days and they're not coming back well i i hope that that last part of that is not true but yes and and i know so many people that work the polls and i know what good people they are and I know they're not helping nobody cheat and they're not they're not doing anything but being upright, solid American citizens who love the Constitution and love and love that we get to choose who our elected leaders are. Yeah, they love I love that. I, mean, I do, too. We can complain a lot about how government does or doesn't work, but we still have our founders created the best form of government on the planet. Mm -hmm. And that's just the truth of it. Mm -hmm. And we maybe have not uh, been true to that vision. They weren't even true to that vision. But the vision is a strong one. The word of my day has evolved. And it's yeah. like, where we, they, they tried to set the constitution, by the con using the constitution, they tried to set things up to be able to evolve and expand and handle the future. Mm -hmm. And I think for the most part, that's exactly what's happened. But, uh, but I'm not so sure that this, this atmosphere of distrust of win at any cost, 
you know, um, and the whole the whole part of okay, just verbally abuse your your opponent. Don't accept anything except your own uh, winning. That stuff has hurt us in a way that I didn't really anticipate. And I don't know who caused it and all of that stuff. There's plenty of theories about it, but I don't know that we'll come back from it anytime soon. I don't see it happening because on a large scale, humans are stupid. Sorry. <laughs> 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 Sorry. I better take that out. <laughs> 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 but you, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh my God. We, I mean, we mean well sometimes. No, I don't, you see, I think that's exactly the problem. I think a lot, awful lot of people don't mean well. well they have their, they have their own agenda and they're sticking by their agenda and their own and, interests. Yes. And it's my way or the highway. And I think that directly relates back to the previous conversation about Christianity because the damn problemsness. Yes, because the damn Protestants took that whole spread the gospel to every nation stuff very seriously. And now their new gospel mm -hmm. is taking over government and making sure that government thinks the way they do and that everybody under that government thinks the way they do. Yeah, it's pretty obvious. And that's, uh, I mean, that's the direct work of the Great Commission, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, it's pretty obvious. It's, and it's, yeah, I, I mean, boy, I could slip up and say, you know, what I'm thinking, and it might be the wrong thing. Because <laughs> <laughs> I better be, I better err on the side of caution with my reply to that, because it, mostly, yeah, absolutely, yes, I agree with you. So, <laughs> leaving yeah. it at that. But the subject, you know. So, I don't know if that makes me a pessimist. I think I'm more of a realist than anything. Well, I think, honestly, I think I'm kind of an optimist about a lot of stuff. Because otherwise, I couldn't go as deep and as gruesome and awful as I do without thinking that we might get ourselves out of this. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's uh, We might. If we do, I don't think it'll be because we had a brilliant uh, insight. I think no. it'll be dumb luck or we'll actually think that we're going to benefit ourselves. <laughs> so. well, and, and we won't get out of it through the leadership of one savior person. Right. It's going to take everybody taking responsibility and getting past their fear and getting out of their comfort zones and really talking to their neighbors and you know that doesn't always work well but well feelings of, about this subject and these people that are the politicians it runs so extreme right now we have so many people on the extreme right or the extreme left and we have very few people that are uh even willing to talk about being in the middle and so it's hard to make something function when you've got two opposing views about everything. And we basically do. I heard somebody say something to me the other day. And this person is, a, I, I really think a lot of this person, to tell you the truth. And then I started finding out about their politics. And I still like them very much. But 
I wonder about their thought process. How do you get to this place of paranoia? And they said to me, and I'm not going to name the candidate. I'm just going to say that we are polar opposites, okay? So they said to me with all sincerity that the candidate that I like, okay, the one that I voted for, that they can't even stand to hear that person speak. They just couldn't even stand to hear that person speak. Well, you know what's interesting? I can't stand to hear their candidate speak. I can't stand it. It actually makes me, I just, ugh, I, I can't stand it. So here we are, and we're both that far apart. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's just, I think everybody's like that about most everything anymore. So well, how do we get out of that? Considering how we, that we're stupid. <laughs> we, we are actually the ones that if we can get out, if we can figure out the protocols and the hacks there, I used two jargon words, to get out of it. Because we live in a region that is really pretty much 50-50 divided. Mm -hmm. And people that we have loved for many years, many of them, our family, are polar opposite to what we believe. Yep. And what we, and, and they're, the thing that we look at that could save this republic is the stuff when they see it, they know it's going to destroy the country. So we really are the same people. We want the country to prosper. We want our families to prosper. We want to live what is left of the American dream. It's just that the way we see of achieving that goal is exactly the opposite. And how then do you talk about, well, what are the problems in the country? Can you do it that way? Could we do it that way? Could we say, all right, we're going to talk about this thing mm -hmm. and see if we can do it one bite at a time? I mean, could we talk about immigration, which is a huge issue? And could we say things like, well, what kind of, what kind, for those who are so dead against it, what kind of system can we put in place so that people who want to work in this country can work in this country. People who are fleeing from dangerous places can find safety here. What kind of system do we have to put in place to get that to happen? Well, Rather uh, than the wall is not going to save us and this is not going to save us and we got to stop all that stuff at the border. Boy, how you're we, right. How can we jump past the emotion and go, we need workers in this country because you can't go to a damn restaurant now and get service at all, hardly, because nobody is working. And why should they work and expose themselves to, even if it's not the d disease stuff, expose themselves to a bunch of jackasses who are going to sit in a booth and order them around? Yeah. Nobody wants to do that. As And I, I heard this morning, early this morning on the news, that there are two jobs for every one person willing to work. And that's where we are. That's where we are. And the other thing that I like that you said was talking about bringing our diction back into uh, a more civilized place. You see, when we call it, when we say the wall ain't going to work, that's going to, everybody's going to instantly get offended by that. And it's just like when when the Citizen Times 
reported that, how did they put it, that we were going to defund the police. That that was not the goal. The goal was not to defund the police so that they didn't have any money. The goal was to reroute some funds so that instead of this program, they went to this other program. But instead, we had to, you know, or whoever had to call it defunding the police and offend everybody on both sides. Right. And it's like right. that was the stupidest thing that I've heard in a long time. Yes. Sorry if you're listening out there and you thought of it. The the language was wrong. It was just wrong. Completely wrong. That's yeah. And so that's what we do a lot of now. Yes. We do a lot of that kind of language that's inflammatory on purpose. And I don't know. Um there's millions of theories, I'm sure, about who is really doing the manipulating, but somebody is, I'm telling you. Because chaos is what we have in our thought processes anymore there's no unity there's just division and i you know hitler said he'd take down this country without firing a shot <laughs> maybe that's still been the goal who knows i really don't and i don't i don't need to know all i know is that i try to be careful about how i say stuff but then i have my times like especially when i get around you, <laughs> you know, well, where i just say it yeah, because it's, it's easy to get, I mean, for me, I'm not talking for anybody else. It's easy for me to get my back up about things. Yeah. And to be too. like, well, that thing you just said is the stupidest damn thing I ever heard. But I really, I'm working really hard to listen and to be a good listener and to hear, especially from people that I love. And they, they love something about a, a political movement or a, person or whatever to hear what they're really saying because yeah. i may i may say there is no i see no value in that person as a human being but instead of saying that maybe what i say is well what do you see in him or her what is it that inspires you to support them and to assume that you know that what they're doing what they want for the country is the right thing and just ask them if they would please to explain it a little bit and not and to have set myself up as a person who is not going to immediately judge them and say to them, well, that's the stupidest thing I ever heard. <laughs> but to really but to really listen and say, uh, I need somebody as my political leader who will speak directly. And I don't care if their speech is offensive to people. I just want to know the truth. I want them to tell me what they think. Well, I mean, I can get on board with that. I can't stand all this mamby-pamby languaging around everything. Just say it. If you think that women have should have no control of over their reproductive cycle, just say it. Just say it so that I know. So that I know that you are not somebody that I can support and you are, in fact, a danger to me and mine. Just say it. So that's me in that's me agreeing with somebody who's on the other side. And yeah. if we can agree that, you know, the world, it feels like a very estranged place right now. Because it is. We find ways that we can meet. What is, what is the common ground? What is it? Uh, yeah, a lot of them. I, uh, I, uh, 
Hey, thank you for spending your time with us here at Weird Mountain Gals. We sure do appreciate it. You know, I know time is the most important thing we have, so I promise that if you take your time to listen to us, we'll take our time to continue to be weird. Many thanks to Sunslice Records for all the help. We couldn't do it without you, Craig. Check out our social media for information, community, or a few laughs. W-Y-R-D Mountain Gals.